Wow. I'm so excited. I know. We started. It's on right oh, now. On. What's up, everybody? Oh. Welcome to a new episode of Bad Vice. We got Scott on this week. What's up, man? Annyeonghaseyo. Um, <laughs> Racist, dude. Not cool, man. <laughs> Scott's been in South Korea. Mm-hmm. He's been held captive against his will, I think. No, no, it's not against my will. But they are paying you. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, here, let me fix that for you real quick. This is, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with this. There you go. Oh, wow, I can Perfect. see Perfect. Yeah, now, now we're really rolling here. How you been, man? Uh, pretty good. How's yeah. your flight to Canada? Did anything crazy happen on it? Oh, yeah, We actually. always have good flight stories, I feel like. Yeah, um, th- my favorite thing is when you get the call for a medical emergency, but, like, you can never see. Yeah. Um, and I got, like, I, the call happened, and finally, for the first time, it was, like, in front of me. Oh, really? And I was like, what's going on? And it was like... like um, as in the call, as in, like, is someone on this plane a doctor? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, they actually went on the fucking thing, and were like, we need a fucking doctor. Yeah. Why is it that they have, um, what's the word, air marshals? Oh, they do? I, it, I think it's the thing in the States. Like, I think every single airplane on the States has an air marshal in case, like, 9-11-2 happens. I didn't know that. But, like, you think for such, like, a, like a, a fat country, they'd have, like, a cardiologist on yeah. every airplane. Because I feel like you're, they're calling for doctors way more than air marshals. Do you know what happens if someone dies on a plane? They throw the body overboard? No, they wrap it up and it sits there. <laughs> in the chair? Yeah. You're a fucking liar. I am. I forget what really happens, but I remember <laughs> it was really interesting. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that interesting. They probably put it next to the fucking in the fridge. pork chops. Yeah. Also, whenever people talk about airline food, airline food is amazing. I don't eat on airplanes just because I think like you're flying. You don't deserve to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing right now? You're sitting on your ass flying across the goddamn ocean. Oh, and you're hungry. Well, I'm sorry. You know, mm-hmm. like I bet you if it was like, okay, the, wor- the earth is fucked. We're going to bring everyone to Mars. It's going to be a 17-hour ride, Mm -hmm. and people might not make it, but we're gonna try. Is there gonna be food served? We're going on a fucking trip! Uh, I'm the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Feed me, Seymour! I, like, have four meals every time, right? (laughs) Like, here to St. Like St. John's to Toronto, I brought, like, like, four hours? Yeah, no, three Uh, and a half. You fuck. Um, like also, okay. Do you extend that to drinking on planes? Fuck no. You can drink as much as you want. Okay. A drink is fine because you get parched. Yeah. I've been on. No, the tr- no. I mean alcohol. Oh yeah, that too though. It's okay. like any sort of drink. I think is fine because a drink is a very casual thing. You can have a yeah. True. Let's you know. Let's just start the episode actually. Hello, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. What is Bad Vice? Uh, Bad Vice is a series of tubes that connects <laughs> the world together. I like it. A metaphorical take on the old. Um, welcome, Bad Vice, everybody. We've got Scott on this week. Um, yeah, well, I'm sorry. We'll pick right back up. Uh, what happened on the plane? Someone was dying? Oh, yeah. So it wasn't someone dying. It was these two Quebecois people. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was on the um, St. John to Toronto flight. No, no. This was like... Uh, oh, so, yeah. This was South Korea to fucking... Toronto. How many hours into it was it? Like It was at least nine hours. We uh, need food. Yeah. No, no. What happened was uh, the guy like stood up and like smashed his head on the glass. <laughs> um, and he was like bleeding pretty bad. <laughs> You know what? How was he like tall? Was he like six five? 
He wasn't tall enough to justify it. I don't really? Think, yeah. Hmm. I was like, you must have leaked. <laughs> um, and but they couldn't find a doctor, so they went down the list. They were like, is there like um, seriously? It was like it, it, a veterinarian. <laughs> no, they, it was like a paramedic. They were like, uh, like there was no doctor, and they were like, okay. Then it was like, there's no nurse. Okay, is there a paramedic? And then yeah. like some guy came down and was like. I don't know. He probably I drive wasn't. dead people. How can I help? Yeah. Get on the plane, sir. Um, yeah. Um, let's let's go through a couple musings. Um, forgive me if we talked about these already because we were at the party. Oh, yeah. And I must have, like, talked about some of these. But I do have a new musing, actually. Actually, mm-hmm. let me pull it up on this thing. There we go. Um, so you, you had a party because you're back for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's been, like, three years. And you had, like like 30 30 ish people there yeah and first of all impossible to talk to you at the party you're always talking to other people you know yeah why can't you do a thing where it's like every every hour there's like six people that come in you know there's Mm -hmm. a waiting room we can hang out and talk about how much we missed you Mm -hmm. and then we just get some one-on-one time with you you know and then at the end everyone can group together you know Mm -hmm. versus like i spot you across the party i'm like God knows how long he's been talking to that person for, mm-hmm. you know. I got to snipe in there to steal a chat or two. Oh my, that was my job before. <laughs> like, like um, talking, like, it was basically, like, I described it as, like, the neoliberalization of friendship. Because people would, like, uh, pay, I think it, was, it wasn't much, like, $300. And Monday to Thursday, it would be, like, three of us in a room just, like, talking. Wait, what? What, what job is this? What are the, you talking about? Like, this was in Korea before, like, I worked at the university. Yeah. It was, like, um, just for, like, Koreans who want... Like, my favorite was the businessman. He was, like, 45. Oh, wait. So, like, they hire English-speaking people just yeah, to talk to Koreans. Like, English, Japanese, um, one French guy and one German guy. <laughs> um, the French guy was my favorite. Is everyone speaking English or is it, like, in their own native tongue? And Yeah, in their native tongue. So, you speak English and the German guy is like, Nice, fast! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, was, oh, I, the right best thing was there was like no one there who wanted to like learn German, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so like, you were meant to like try and teach other people or like meant talk? like for like community members. So like who want to get better. And so one guy came in and he was like, he's 45, like um, very fit, very like professional. Yeah. Um, and his entire reason was because he wants to bring Andrew Yang to Korea. Tight, dude. Like, for like a visit. He works for like the tourism board. And he's like, I feel like Andrew Yang would just love it. And I'm like, I, <laughs> is he from South Korea? No, he's like from California. That man should work in PR because he sold me on that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into some bad advice. Um, I got um, I got Hoffman. Do you know Hoffman? I'm yeah, I'm a big fan of the show. I know Hoffman. So I got him to record uh, one of the articles for us, mm-hmm. and he's gonna read it. He's uh, wow. He's in New York City, but he took the time. He said, use this for the cue. So, you ready for the first one? I'm ready. Okay. I haven't listened to this, so God knows what the fuck he says. Hello, this is Matthew Hoffman, also known as Matt Hoffman, here from the streets of New York City. I am on the Bowery, and I'm at Bond Street, and I am going to read a question for today's episode. Now, this question comes from my darling, the one and the great... (laughs) E. Jean Carroll, who I was fortunate enough to spend the day with. He didn't meet her. A legend. Did you see that? Two yeah. Ago. He he uh, he's in town on Wednesday, and he's actually bringing in like he got her, E. Jean e. to like Jean. sign a page out of a thing for us. That's beautiful. Yeah. Wait, a page of what? Her book. It's oh, a, right, right. Her nasty men tour yeah. thingy. So she went around and like wrote about all the nasty men and the things they did to mm-hmm. her, and then did like a walking tour. And Hoffman was like the only guy on the tour. Oh my 
lot. Yeah. I like was it like awkward for him or no no he he loves this stuff yeah. you know and it's like he loves this stuff she was right. like she 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 makes bands like you're supposed to bring snacks and stuff mm-hmm. and she was like oh no one brought wine you know very Did he bring snacks he brought snacks i told him to bring like a candy bar and then mm-hmm. like some dried fruit you know you get like the two extremes of the snacking yeah. spectrum i think that's a great idea mm. I joined E-Jean for the most hideous men in New York City walking tour. It was a wonderful experience. And uh, I got to know a little bit more about E-Jean. She got to little know a little bit more about me. Too long, dude. Come on, man. To protest the men who weren't oh my. And this was before Jeffrey Epstein killed <gasps> himself. So oh. we had a lot of good Epstein talk. Je- oh Anyways, my god. Let's get to the question. Wait, so we, we, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? <laughs> yeah, he listened to one too many episodes of Bad Vice in mm. prison. Um, what I, do you think happened? What do I think happened? I think like eight different assassins showed up at the same time. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that movie. I think it's so. I love like everything about it. Steve Jail fell asleep. Is that what his name was? That was his warden. Steve Jail? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> and he like, um, he broke his neck by smashing his face into the floor or like Gangster. broke bones. I'm like, I don't think that's what someone would do. I mean, the whole thing about that is, like, because they said he hung himself, right? Mm-hmm. But then they found, like, bruises around his neck and stuff. And, like, the whole point about a prison yeah. cell is, like, there's nowhere to hang shit onto. Yeah. Like, you don't have, like, anything on the ceiling to clip to. Like, they make sure, especially if you're in, like, an isolation thing. And there's no footage. No. He's yeah. attempted suicide before. And then they found that weird Bill Clinton painting. <laughs> yes. What the fuck oh my is God. that? Do you ever wonder, like, how, like, obviously the Clintons have murdered everyone. Oh, yeah. That's um, why my mom fucking hates them. Why does Monica Lewinsky get to be alive? They're making a movie about her. Oh, my God. And it's being, pl- she's being played by the woman in um, Booksmart, Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, I didn't, I don't know actresses. Uh, <laughs> I guess, act, like, actors either. I haven't watched a movie in years besides uh, Us. Us? Yeah. Oh, and that wasn't even good. It was great. You're right. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Do you go to the Korean cinemas and stuff over there? Mm. I do, and is I it don't subtitled, understand. Subtitled, or is it like like Korean movies are obviously not subtitled, but English movies are like subtitled. Endgame and stuff. Yeah, Endgame subtitled, and it's really funny because um, Endgame is famous for having like it's huge in Korea. Yeah. Everyone I know has seen it. Like you don't even have to worry about spoilers because mm-hmm. they all saw it like day one. <laughs> And, like, um, I, yeah, I, like, talked about it, like, in uh, class. Um, I was like, so who here has seen Endgame? Every hand went up. <laughs> and I was like, what did you think of Black Widow dying? Oh, sorry. Don't, spoilers. Don't listen to the last 10 seconds if, Good you, call. if you haven't seen it. Good call. Um, and then they, were like, all new. And, but, like, the subtitles are famous for being horrible because, like, it's, like, um, the production company's, like, nephew or someone and he doesn't actually know English that well. Mm. So the translations like don't match up. <laughs> and so like people will be watching and like that makes no sense. Like that is so fucking funny. So it would be it would just be like I guess like grammatical errors or something or maybe just like no like the actual like wording is like wrong. It's like she didn't say that. <laughs> and like obviously there's always going to be minor ones. Yeah. But like what a fucked up world that like Everyone in South Korea has seen the movie, but not one person could be paid to be like, hey, do you speak English perfectly? And do you speak Korean perfectly? Yeah. Here's a great job. We'll pay you $1,000. That's too much. <laughs> and your only job is to make sure, make sure mm-hmm. that everything you hear 
is the same way that you read it. That's it. Mm -hmm. And you get to see the movie early. We'll get you snacks. Oh. You can take a week. Just watch it for fun the first time. Yeah. Just enjoy it the first time and then oh. start doing your job. No! What the fuck are they doing? Like, fuck all. It's a great place to have connections, is what I've learned. All right, let's get back to the question. Mm. Dear Jane. I recently started to see a man who's wonderful and so right for me in nearly every way, but he cannot fall asleep in the same bed with me. He says he can't sleep with someone next to him. He's so snuggly, so affectionate and good at the things one does in bed when they're not sleeping. But every time he's here and with me, he ends up leaving in the middle of the night. I know this isn't normal, and he has tried, even fell asleep for an hour last night. But if this relationship progresses, and it has great potential, what do I do about this? Um, Mind your own business. Super valid, man. Super valid. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee, like, in the world of people and things that you do and know that you do, sleeping is the one you know least about. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the fuck you do when you are asleep. I know what I'm doing when I'm awake, and mm -hmm. I can control all of that. But I guarantee you, like, this woman punches him in the sleep or something. Or mm -hmm. it's just like, he's dated people like that, you Did know? I tell you, I, like, I used to sleepwalk and sleep talk. No. And, like, I had a couple of, like, bad experience sleep. Are you doing uh, it right now? Yeah. <laughs> Wake up! Um, like, the first time I was, like, sleepwalking was, like, a nightmare. But the second time I was, like, sleep talking, my friend, it was this woman I met that day. We went to Potato wait, Festival. Wait, wait, so where were you sleeping? Like, where were we? Uh, we were in Allison, Ontario, um, in Sarah Pufik's backyard in the basement because we wanted to sleep inside because everyone else wanted to go camping in her backyard. I was like, I always, I love doing that as a kid, camping in the backyard. Oh my God, I love pillows <laughs> and like mattresses. Yeah, bring them out, bitch. <laughs> um, I am not a day laborer. I will yeah. not do that. But I was like, uh, met this woman and we were the only ones that wanted to sleep inside. And she tells me we were talking. And then um, at one point I was just going like, you're right, you're right. And she's like, what, what? like, what do you mean? She, I was apparently said, white people are passionate about the breaststroke. Mm. And then she was like, what? And then I started snoring. <laughs> you ever consider that you didn't sleepwalk and she was just really boring? No, I've never That's a possibility, bro. Um, the invention of lying. What, what did you say again? The, the breaststroke is for... Oh, white people are passionate about the breaststroke. Is that the one where you go like overhand? Like I think the, it's the one where like the you, fast swimming, right? Like I think it's the one where you go like this, like froggy style, like yeah. you're a frog in the water. That's yeah. the breaststroke. I think so. But I'm not. We a love it. Did you see any any um, any woman in a movie, and they're always just what are they doing in a pool? Cannonballing? No. no. Fucking backstroke? Maybe. If she's True, like an evil yeah. woman, if she's like or a synchronized swimmer in the fifties. Yeah, but the breaststroke. Because they can keep their head above the water, mm -hmm. they're swimming, their hair doesn't get wet. Calm. You kind of look like a golden retriever. <laughs> oh, I was walking down the street and passed like this man with a golden retriever in Korea. Yeah. And I turned to my friend, and you're going to hate me because I'm one of those like dogs are babies people. Dogs are babies? Like I remember talking on the podcast like a couple of episodes ago, and I was like nodding along in agreement <laughs> with you guys saying like the worst people in Toronto are people that are like, I'm a dog mommy. Oh, the dog mommies. Yeah. They are the worst. <laughs> but like, I've noticed I'm becoming one. <laughs> and like, I we passed by this golden retriever and I'm like, I would die for that dog in a heartbeat. And the owner, like, I thought he was like this old Korean man. He looks up and goes, thanks, man. I'm like, oh, oh wow. Mm -hmm. White guy? No. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, Eugene. Right. This, the, so... 
you what have you ever slept in a single bed with someone yeah yeah oh, right God. that's it's it's you know but like worse. i would say get a bigger bed maybe maybe mm-hmm. that's the problem because like you sleep on a king bed there's room to do jumping jacks on either side mm-hmm. you know get one of those beds where it's like you put the glass of mm-hmm. wine in the bowling ball yes also like put your bed in the corner so he can't sneak out yeah, right like yeah, he sneaks out in the middle of the fucking night yeah like <laughs> make it so he has to like crawl over you and like make sure you're awake and sleeping light also why is he like does that mean he's just waiting for you to fall asleep so he can leave great question is he waking up yeah then he's falling asleep if he's waking up in the middle of the night to leave yeah maybe she needs to just stay awake longer and see what's happening maybe. pretend to be asleep here let's finish this up i think we got tw- how do we have 20 seconds left Hoffman? <laughs> We can't have separate beds. This is not the 50s. What do you suggest I do? Signed, abandoned in bed. Hmm. What do you think, Gorian and Gorian's friend? Let's hear your opinion. And then I'll join you after for the Eugene response and the Matt Hoffman take. But don't forget to do the Eugene poll in between if you can. What's the Eugene poll? I think he thinks I, I'm pretty sure this isn't an e gene that I sent him Oh, because it shows a picture on the side of the website and it's an old fucking woman it is mm. not e gene um, she puts a little poll and you can choose which one you want to do oh, okay um also so, I love the implication that people in the 50s like slept in separate beds wild right yeah. like I'm pretty sure that's like a thing on that 70s show and they have an episode about that mm-hmm. or like they push the beds together what or something. Do you do that? What if you're like a girlfriend or your wife wanted was like, I love you, I just can't sleep in the same bed? Hmm. Hmm. She can sleep on the couch. Oh, okay. Like we're not investing in another Yeah, mattress. we're not going to have a weird fun house for you just because you can't sleep in a bed like an adult. Oh, you okay. want a, a little bunk bed situation? No, not allowed. I'm not bringing my friends over, doing the house tour, bringing you to the bedroom and being like, oh, by the way, two beds. No. This is our bunk. This is where I sleep. <laughs> and this is where my wife's boyfriend sleeps. My husband, I can't sleep in a bed with him. I need to sleep in another bed with another man, okay? It's yeah. the only way I can fall asleep. Dear Eugene. So what do we say? We say, uh... Um... Mm, t- I, I think he's doing nothing wrong. I think <laughs> you're the problem, and you really need to adjust your expectations. And if he's, like, not going out, leaving the house, then, like, let the man sleep on the couch or the floor. Yeah, find, like... Try and make... Don't make not sleeping with you easy. You know, if yeah. he wants a separate bed, don't give it to him. Are you brushing your teeth? That's a good question. Are you smelling good? Maybe you're a sleepwalker, too. Maybe you're mm. doing stuff to women in bed that yeah. he doesn't like. Um, I'd say set up a little camera, record yourself sleeping overnight, mm-hmm. then just review the footage. That's true. Yeah, that's what his response is. What do you think his, his take will be on this? Based on, like, my close <laughs> personal Hoffman's personality, I think he'll say the same thing as me. And say that nothing, he's doing nothing Sleeping wrong. Sleeping man, innocent. Okay, okay. Okay, now that we've taken the Eugene poll, <laughs> let's read the answer. <clears throat> Abandoned, my cuddle bug. For many discriminating individuals, the former ritual of sleeping together, otherwise known as snoring, erupting, hiccuping, burping, kicking, cover tugging, and letting the winds go free, read Nabokov's Ada. Very funny reference, Eugene. Is best carried out in separate beds. Let the lad get his rest for God's sake. According uh, to a 2005 right. study by the National Sleep Foundation, Eugene, 23% of partnered adults frequently sleep solo. It's totally normal, but maybe you should buy 23%? a 23%? I'm sorry. 
percent. A partnered adult sleep solo? They have you like maybe that's including people who don't live together. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's where the fucking figure comes from. Mm. It's definitely people not living together. Oh my god. Imagine dude. one in four of your friends sleep in punk beds. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine the space required for that? Have you ever lived with a partner? No. Um, I did first year and like the thing is like when you're when you're dating a woman, yeah. you could, like that bed's perfect. But when you're dating like uh, also a tall man, yeah, like we had like a king size bed. What do you mean dating a tall man? Like I was dating a tall man. What? Yeah. What? Sorry. You don't like women, bro? Uh, no, I like. I just date men for attention. <laughs> and it's brought me here. <laughs> Absolute ground zero. Continue. <laughs> um, and we had a king size bed, and that was the best moment of my life was oh like my when God. after we broke up I kept the bed <laughs> and I would just like roll around and, and like you can't ever reach the end no I when I go back home to Ottawa my mm. brother has like a king bed in his room but mm. like we moved to the house like two years ago so it's like whoever just take whatever room whatever yeah. you know and it is like I can starfish I can like I can spread out my whole body and yeah. none of my body parts touch an end of the bed all of your dog children can sleep in the bed with you <laughs> That I, I got to thinking how like how big of a mattress can I buy like a commercial mm. mattress like I want a mattress that like fits in like a gymnasium you know yes that would be a here's my here's my sleeping room you know I just want like four walls and you can sleep on <laughs> any of them and you're wrapped tight and this ain't asylum mm. <laughs> uh, let's finish this one up or just send the enticing bugger to Auntie E I promise I won't sleep with him huh <laughs> Anyways, well, hmm, what do we think about that one? I think that, from the streets of New York, that, you know, abandoned in bed just needs to get it, get it together. Look, she explained already that the physical intimacy is there, but like, yeah, I get it. He just wants to stretch out, you know, and he can't sleep. Maybe she snores, maybe she rolls around. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Anyways, that's my opinion. What do you think? Hoffman definitely sleeps in a separate bed. <laughs> Hoffman has a bunk bed? <laughs> Well, Hoffman lives in New York. Yeah, he moved there. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, let me do another musing. Um, you know, I was at the mall the other day. You know what? Oh, here's here's a billion dollar idea. You ready? Um, when you're at the mall, you should be able to pull out Google Maps mm -hmm. and see what stores are where. I literally was at the Eaton Center and mm -hmm. I pulled out Google Maps, expecting it to like Hell show yeah. me the fucking mall. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? I think you, I, I thought you could. How is it that they don't give businesses a way to be like, here are my defined regions within this per like place? Probably due to like the on top of each other. You can put in a floor though. It'd be so simple. You have an address. Guess, like, how would you display that in like the limited area? It would, you, you take out your phone and you walk in, you walk along the perimeter of your, your store mm -hmm. and it traces that on your phone on the GPS mm -hmm. and you'd be like, those are my store dimensions, add a foot to each side or something like that. You know, it, it would be able to like, bing, it's Google. They can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to come up with this. Google is not doing enough to defend the interests of shopping malls. You know, they bought a fucking couple blocks in Toronto. Really? Do you That's know scary. Do you know Project Sidewalk? No, I don't like it already. <laughs> Project Sidewalk. Mm. <clears throat> um, it's gonna be low, um, like super cheap income. Like you can you can rent a place for dirt cheap over there, mm -hmm. but they just like track everything. So they're gonna have cameras on like every corner. Everything's gonna be automated. Oh my God. Like like self driving cars and stuff are gonna like drive you to work and whatnot. What's like? I always wonder this. Like obviously everyone would like 
um, give up all their like Truman show your life for like a billion dollars. Easily. Where's the price point? So like for that, I mean, you're going after desperate people like who not even though that's the thing, because I was reading an AMA on Reddit about it Mm -hmm. and they were like, one of the questions was, how are you guys going to distribute this like this like cheap real estate mm-hmm. to everyone in Toronto, you know? Mm-hmm. And they have like a system in place that they're gonna do it through like government things first and then like the leftover ones will be like put out to the market and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like there's so much demand for like cheap fucking, I would Affordable say housing. $400 to give up your fucking privacy. Mm-hmm. That's how much people would pay to like live in a place. Yeah, I remember there was like a thing where the, the value of a human life is $2,000. I could see that. Yeah, it was like insurance companies compensating and it was like $2,000 was the number per corpse. If, if you got hit by a car on our way over to the LCBO mm-hmm. and like a dude in a suit just comes out of a car and gives me two grand, I'd be like, Scott who? Yeah. All right. Do you have one? Um, using? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, anything, man. Yeah. I was thinking about that. And I was thinking, um, I, like, I met my mom's friend. And you know mom friends. The, either the, the worst or the ones. best. Or the hot ones. Yeah. I'm trying to think if my parents have any hot friends. Big tits? Like, they hug you? They, like, smush you in their tits a little bit? Yeah, but, like, everyone in Newfoundland doesn't have big tits. They have fat tits. Remember our tits big look when you were a kid? My God. Yeah. And I remember, like, girls would tell me they would either pray to get no boobs or huge boobs. (laughs) Who prayed for no boobs? Like, every girl I know. Really? Do we mean, like, big boobs? Do you mean, like, a fucking, like, double H? Like, massive ones? No, just, like, double Ds. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Because it's, like, back pain attention i know one girl who's had two breast reductions yeah two yeah that's like slapping god in the face twice he fucked up really bad how did they not get it all out the first time was there that much boob that they were like we need to we got to separate these surgeries and my favorite thing was um at a party um we were drinking out and um i like saw her talking with some guys and then they came over and or I came over and I heard her say, no, like my scars are really bad. Let me show you. And I was like, you no, had too much to drink. Yeah. <sighs> Does she still have big boobs after all this? They're they're nice. Wow. But I'm also not like a professional. Have you seen the scars? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. Actually, no, I have. But I didn't notice because they're really not that bad in spite of what she says. I figure it's like they kind of just like flop them inside out and then mm. they like flop them inside in, right? I don't know. I like what I thought when I was like younger was they took out the nipple. <laughs> and squeeze out yeah. a bit of the boob. <laughs> That's good. That's genius as a child, you know, mm. like, yeah, why else would the nipples be there? Yeah. Keep the boob in, man. I also heard men can like breastfeed. They can't breastfeed, but they can lactate. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm sure like, you know, you suck hard enough, something will come out, but... Mm. Anyways, you, like, okay. So mom's friend, right? Is mom's there, friends, and um, I said something to my sister like a joke, and um, like she said, like, "Oh, you're a sassy one, aren't you?" <gasps> and I was like, I, I was thinking about it. And I was like, "What is it about the word sassy?" And I realized, like, I would much rather have a woman call me like a faggot than sassy. <laughs> yeah, I can't say. I can't put this on the podcast. <laughs> Why not? Are you gonna like bleep it out? <laughs> I don't know. We get, but what you think it's better though? I think like, you can say that, but not anyone else. Women can say it. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So like, I, if Robin was here, she has free reign to yeah. say it. I think it's because sassy has the word ass in it, mm-hmm. and it's like that's an insult. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're sassy. It's like okay, I'm assy. I'm an ass. I'm not a horse. <laughs> um, I started exercising this year. Good for you. You yeah. look thin. Thin? How much do you weigh? Um, I well, after my brewery tour, I probably weigh like <laughs> seventy five now. 
175? No, no. I don't know. 75 kil- pounds. I yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know in pounds, kilogram. Oh, really? Yeah. They don't use pounds there at all. Yeah, but shouldn't you know? It's like, you know how tall you are in feet. It's like feet for height, pounds for like how much you weigh, mm-hmm. kilograms for everything else. Okay. And meters and kilometers. Okay. Let me do. Okay. I think I'm like one seven. Actually, no. You I'm, look like. Can I guess? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also have a scale there. We can just get you to step on. Check. No, no, I'm too nervous. <laughs> what do you use your like? I have a question. Like, when you have a scale, are there any alternative uses for it? Besides, I like, tried to yourself? weigh weed on it once. Yeah, not enough weed, man. You need a pound. You need to be buying bigger. <laughs> um, the one good thing you can do if you have a scale. Mm. You weigh yourself before and after a big poop. Okay, yeah. that's that's the only other thing you can do with it, really. That's the dream. <laughs> Just to see it. I lost two pounds, baby. Mm-hmm. One of my neighbors, when he was moving out, left me a scale. And he just left a note saying, Scott, I thought you might want this. And I always wonder what the implications of that were. In Canada? No, in Korea. So isn't it like super illegal? Oh, no, no. Like, it's super illegal. Oh, like a weight scale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not like a mini scale. Okay, okay. Not a weed scale. It's super illegal, but people still do it. Um, But you can go to prison if they catch you, no? Yeah, you you will go to prison for like five years. Woo! If you're a foreigner, they'll probably just deport you. That's Um, fine, but why risk it? Yeah. Risk it for that Trisket, though, man. I love weed. Go to like literally any other country. Go to like Thailand for like (laughs) a month if you really want to. (laughs) Have you done like the uh, the cross-country hop? I've only been to like um, Japan, which was underwhelming, and Taiwan. Expensive, I feel like. Expensive, boring. Like people weren't really friendly. Oh, really? Um, apologies to all of the fans in Japan. Um, or and Taiwan, to... which was the best. Really? Yeah. Which one's Taiwan? Um, the country. Oh, okay. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> um, all right, read me, read me something, man. Okay. This one's like dark, but I keep like. I, oh, great. Is it going to bring the fucking podcast to a grinding halt? No. I, Why dark? Bring in me goofy ones. I got so many goofy ones. I like. I re- This one I find really, really interesting. Um, Is this the Am I the Asshole one? Or? It was relationship advice. Okay. Yeah. Is it long? It's like longish. It's like two phone screens. But I have an iPhone SE, so that's not like <laughs> what you're thinking. All right, let's, let's, let's get started. Okay. My son managed to read our will, and it's destroying our family. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I love all three of my sons equally. They are 29, 24, and 22. It is my unequivocal truth. It's just that my ex-wife's involvement with my oldest son has really induced a lot of toxicity and complications in our life. So they um, made a conscious decision to completely cut my my ex-wife out of our lives once my son turned 18. So that he has his relationship with the mom, but um, like we're they are not involved. So it's it's a husband with three children. Yes, and a new wife. And a new wife. And they cut the ex-wife out completely when they okay. turned eighteen. Um, and he lost everything after the divorce and built a new business. Of course. Um, he built a new business, and all of the, of the sons worked there. And so then the kids were over um, for lunch. And important thing is, the two youngest sons are with the new wife. The oldest son is with the old wife. Okay, so and the oldest son is with the ex-wife. Yes. Okay. Then the oldest son came in. Wait, isn't the oldest son like twenty-nine? Yeah. Get a fucking job and move out, bro. No, no, he's no, no, he's moved out. Okay. Um, and he went over and he read the will, and what happened was the two youngest sons got the business, and the oldest son got like a trust fund 
like that will put out money five years after like the wife dies or something or the mom dies mm -hmm. um and so is this whose will is this the father's so he left the business to the t to his like two young sons yeah. and the oldest son just gets like money and he stormed downstairs threw things around and used disgusting language against my wife and i our sons nearly got into a fist what? fight uh, I guess. <laughs> my sister invented my new favorite slur. What is it? Glut. Ooh. She was like, oh. don't fucking call me one of those, dude. I'm so pissed right now. A glut? Yeah. Oh, because it's like a gluttonous slut, you know? Oh, she just meant for like overeating because I was doing nothing but like sitting there and having meal after meal. <laughs> you fucking glut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So he's now spreading horrible lies about us and our, his brothers to everyone in my family, even to the point of accusing us of being racist. <laughs> but the one thing you don't dare yeah. is call me racist. Um, his brothers and my wife and I are so hurt hearing this. It couldn't be further from the truth. Um, he's refused to come into work for the past week and I've been scrambling to do a lot of his work. I don't know how to fix this. He won't fake. He won't take my calls. I'm not sure how to salvage this, and I'm really afraid that some of the things he has said won't be forgotten. My younger son has have already been questioned on social media by their cousins about the racism. Uh, <laughs> Is it true you're a racist? <laughs> like, how do you bring that up to someone? Don't have Facebook? Doesn't that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then the... Oh, my wife is also not over the name she was called by him, even though she says she is. TLDR... Uh, my oldest son saw our will and is now understandably upset. But now he's accusing us of racism and refusing to hear my side even after I've tried to fix it. Here's the one thing I noticed. Mm -hmm. Never claimed to not be a racist. He just said, oh, my son's calling us racist. Well, mind your own business. Are you? Doesn't sound like you tried to defend that. Yeah, well. You didn't say I am not a racist. He said he just kept calling me a racist. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Well, I don't. I think that's irrelevant. Also, the oldest son is black, and they're all white. No, so, half Indian, yeah. half Indian. <laughs> um, I think my advice is everyone go read their wills really quickly. Yeah. Find out what you're being shafted out of. You know? Ooh, yeah. I really want to read my parents' will. They have like nothing but <laughs> like land, and I want to know if it's just like one third, one third, one third. My brother and I are getting a farm in Serbia, in like Bosnia. Mm. And my mom is like, my God. yo, Bosnia is hot shit right now. Mm -hmm. That land's going to be worth something one day. And I'm like, ooh, between that and my Bitcoin, I'm, I'm going on vacation for why, the next 30 yeah. years. Why are you even working now? <laughs> I, I guess I got to let it accrue, man, no matter what. I'm mm -hmm. in the negatives, but that Bitcoin will fucking blow up soon. Congratulations. Um, so I, what's our advice? Um, my advice is... I actually didn't think of any advice for him. <laughs> I, I just, would, like I kept on because it's the like, it's the new wife, right? He, yeah, and he never updated it, so I've been like private messaging him every <laughs> week, like, to, "Hey there, <laughs> did you get this sorted out?" <laughs> How long ago was this? This was like four months ago. Wow, yeah. no updates? No. I love when they do updates where it's like, "Hey, update from six months ago," and you're like, "Ooh, yeah. you're back." Except when they're blatantly false. Yeah, I remember I saw one that was like. Um, uh, my sister, like I came, like my sister came out to me and is upset because she feels I didn't um, do enough. Mm -hmm. And I was reading it, I was like, "This is weird." And then the top comment was like, "Weird, you posted the same thing yesterday, oh. um, but like with different pronouns." Like, mm. I don't think this is real. The people that just don't realize people can check your history, mm. very strange. Wait, um, people can check your browsing history? Hello. Oh, my, there's someone I know. Yeah, who lives alone. In like a Earl place, yeah, 
Um, and this is in South Korea. No, maybe. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> um, and my friend like said to me, "Can you tell so and so that people can see what he likes on Instagram?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "I'm not giving you any more information. Just tell him that." And I was like, "Hey, like, just you, so you wait. Know. People can see what you like on Instagram." Yeah, um, like in the little side. I've never like looked. Like I know if you like, if you click on the name and scroll, you can see everyone who's liked it. Oh yeah, except um, no, there's like a news feed for what people are liking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, if you hit that tab, it'll be like so and so like this. So oh, okay, right, right. I right. was once on Instagram like during a work meeting. And I saw my boss was on the phone and I like opened Instagram and I was looking at like the um, like like what people are liking. Yeah. Um, I literally have never checked that in my life before, but I know it's there. This was like my one and only time. Yeah. And it was so I'm so glad I did because he was just watching porn. Ha! Like during the meeting. Maybe it. Oh, that is fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> during the fucking meeting. The best thing was it, this was like um, the part where they were talking about like sexual harassment in the workplace. Seriously? Yeah. I was Are like, you this is lying little, to me right I, now? I would bet this on my life. Oh, I my pinky God. Promise. <laughs> Watching porn during the fucking meeting. Yeah. The sexual harassment. How did you not blackmail this man for something? Um, he's well, he like does porn. So there's nothing you can really blackmail oh. him about. I found one of my old bosses' fetish dating profiles. Really? On FetLife, man. What fetish? Bro, throw a fucking dart. <laughs> Moving on! Uh -huh. um, I saw a homeless man with a Muppet the other day. Hmm. He had, like, a, a professional quality puppet. We all deserve companions. <laughs> it looked really nice. I, it, I was like, someone must have given that to him. You know, it looks mm -hmm. like someone just dropped it off and he just started using the Muppet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, I remember I, like, went on a date with a professional puppeteer once. Really? Yeah. Um, he was, like, really nice and really hot. And What is he, like, was it, like, uh, like he goes to schools and does puppet stuff or, like... He, like, dropped out of school to become a puppeteer. Because there's lots of, like, puppet shows. Yeah. I work, like, like I told you I worked on Avenue Q, right? What's that? It's, like, the musical where it's, like, Family Guy meets the Muppets. Wh you know the songs, like, everyone's a little bit racist? No. What? Oh. oh. What is this? <laughs> Avenue Q? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I don't know this, but I will certainly look into it as soon as you leave, though. That sounds fucking interesting. It's from the guys who did South Park. You worked on this? Yeah, like, the Toronto, like, it wasn't, like, an equity production. Is it like a Broadway show type of thing? Or like a, it was like a musical. I guess it's like a like, puppet show. Yeah. Um, what did you do on it? Like I was the, I like changed, I like dressed the puppets between the scenes. And like, um, I also. Would you, would you talk to the puppets or the puppeteers? Um, I would talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like we had like the staff party and one girl was like, I honestly didn't know Scott could speak. Really? Yeah, because they were all very like, in, like intense. Yeah. Very like in their zone. Who's Kevin? I'm Monster the Monster. Oh, oh my god. Trekkie Monster. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Because he likes Star Trek? Yeah. Um, and that was the best part was playing him because he got to open the window and yell, shut the fuck up. Uh, okay. Was it at least like Ed Mervish or something? No, no, no. <laughs> That's what I mean. It wasn't like a like professional thing. Did you get paid? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's do another advice. What are we here for? Hmm. Um... Hi, I'm an uh, early 40 cis woman whose politics are progressive and 100% trans inclusive. 
After trying out many, many haircuts on my hard-to-flatter face. Would you say I have a hard-to-flatter face? Gorian, you're beautiful. You should shave your head. <laughs> I, I, wait, I was talking with Monica about this. I was We like all, we always talk about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think Gorian would look so good with a buzz cut. I was looking like, yeah. at it. I was looking in the fucking mirror. You know, I can see your scalp. Mm-hmm. If you kind of like part your hair a little bit. And, like, oh, yeah. Kinda, like, like my hair's like almost done. So I'm like getting ready. Mm-hmm. That's why I've like started working out. Because I was like, it's okay to be bald if you're muscular. Yeah. It's not okay otherwise. <laughs> well, I just got finished watching American History X. And I was like... Good luck, you know? Yeah. The bald look. Um, Got a lot of attention. After trying out, uh, I settled on baby bangs nearly two decades ago and haven't looked back. The rest of the haircut shifts in style and length, but my face needs those bangs. Mm-hmm. I've been aware of the term turf bangs for a while. Do you know what this is? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is first time for a while and appreciate the humor, but only recently a cis friend implied that actively sporting the style is an affront to trans folk akin to the way neo-Nazis have adopted the floppy Hitler. Oh my god. Can this possibly be true? Basically, you can prime my turf bangs from my cold, dead forehead unless you tell me they're actively doing harm, in which case, I guess it's headbands for a while. What is turf bangs? So it's like this idea that like, um, but do, you, like do you know what the term turf is? No. It's like, it, it was in capitals, T-E-R-F. It's like trans-exclusive radical feminist. Oh, mm-hmm. so, you oh. know, yeah, like this. Yeah, I'm showing Gorian now. I'm like s- smoothing out my bangs over top here and like yeah. cutting like, them in a line. Yeah, symmetrically. Why would anyone do that? I don't know. I think they look horrible, but I also like you can look horrible. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're allowed to. You're a woman. <laughs> um, but is so this is like an offensive thing though, particular potentially. Like um, like. Uh, trans people are offended by like turfs yeah. obviously because like that's like a whole disagreement it kind of feels like people got this haircut then people made fun of the haircut and now if you get the haircut it's like you're perpetuating the fun they were making yeah you gotta get rid of the haircut you can't like get the bowl, hitler like bowl cuts exactly like you get them as a kid and then you're like why the fuck was i go to a goddamn hairdresser go to a barber mm. these are professionals they went to school this is their master class mm-hmm. and you're laughing in their face have you ever gotten a bad haircut Oh my god, dude. Can you... Um, all the time. I never look good with my haircuts until two weeks after I get them. You know? Mm-hmm. It always needs time to readjust to itself. I, like, got one in Korea that was $8. Um, and the first thing I asked was, like, can you do, like, foreigner hair? And she was like, I can try. You look like K-pop star now. I wish. <laughs> and, um... Then, like, halfway through, she starts shaving a circle around my ear. Oh, no, like, like, like skin. Like, it's, like, shaved down to the skin yeah. around your ear. I was like, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? And she's like, like, calm down. And then at the end, she was like, how is it? And this is my first time being honest at the hairdresser. I was like, this is horrible. Really? It was, like, shaved, like, like it was like a crop circle of, like, shaved. What do they say? <laughs> what did you- she, she was like, well, that's okay. She was very blasé. Do you tip? Um, no. Okay. You don't tip in Korea. Thank God. You're going to move there now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, all right, let's finish this one up. 
Answer, I'm not wild about the style myself, but I think your friend would have a difficult time convincing me that short bangs are immediately recognizable and upsetting as a Hitler haircut and mustache combination. No, short bangs are not a conscious flag to ask me about my transphobia. For what it's worth, I've only ever heard the association as a bit of a tongue-in-cheek joke. Regardless of how seriously your friend takes that joke, you're certainly not causing anyone any harm. Wear your bangs however you like, be kind to trans people, and don't take any other advice from that friend of yours. Wonderful day. I feel like Dan Savage was my sex ed teacher. <laughs> You're like, it all makes sense now. Like, he perfectly put it into words. Mm-hmm. Like, how much Dan Savage did you read growing up? Zero. I only, only when we started this podcast, I found out oh, really? who he was. Ah, I loved him. Is he like, uh, like, what does he write in? Like, magazines? No, like, he writes in, uh, what is it? He's he, like a Seattle newspaper columnist, but he's like uh, published, syndicated. But he got big like back in the day too. Yeah, and like in like the nineties. Really? Um, back like probably like probably when the internet wasn't as reliable as it is now. Mm. And so it was you want someone, and also he's just like funny and smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really old and gross now though. No, he's still hot. Like he's really? still, yeah. We'll see. Like people still ask him for threesomes with his his husband is like way hotter. Really? Yeah. Isn't he, like, super old by now, though? They're, like, 49, I think. But also, like, gay men are body, like, obsessed. So they will obviously obsessively work out and use skincare to keep themselves, like, being 30 forever. That's true. Bro! What? Have you seen Simon Cowell's new face? Yes! Oh, my God, bro! He is looking Holy so shit. good. The worst thing I've ever seen. I am so scared to look. I... That man looks like he belongs in like Halloween or something like mm-hmm. his face is so taut and tight up above. He can't like flex his eyebrows or move them or do anything mm-hmm. like his eyes are permanently like half shut. Cause there's just so much like Botox gel or whatever in his forehead. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw some people commenting that they were like, well, you know, a couple hours after surgery, that's how you look like until it all like the swelling goes away. I'm like, I think this is like a picture from like, a month and a half ago that someone just published. Yeah. Like, I think this is an old fucking picture, man. Like, this is how he looks now. I think you've lost it. Oh, he used to look good, too, man. He was, like, yeah. the hot one on the show, right? He's like, ooh, Simon Cowell. Well, I'm that so was, mean, uh, but everyone loves Paula. me. Abdul. Yeah. Beautiful. It says yes too much. It says the yes? It says yes too much. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it really seems disingenuine. Give me your best Randy Jackson. That's no for me, dog. Oh, God, I was going to do Italian. I forgot who he was. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm walking here. Hey, you can't sing. Mm-hmm. All right, let me do another one. Mm. A reader writes, This seems so petty and insignificant in the grand scheme of things, but it's bugging me and I'm not sure how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Fergus is my peer, and we have the same title and work in the same department. Broadly speaking, we're supervisors and customer service. Part of our jobs involves walking around to ensure that no one needs help answering difficult questions for our clients. So we're frequently mobile and moving between desks. Mm -hmm. My issue is that Fergus will, at least a couple times a day, come over and offer his hand for either a fist bump or high five during his interactions with me. He does this with everyone as far as I can tell. Men, women, young, old, director, direct reports... Peers, there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes it's part of a, hey, great job recognition. But other times it's just him saying, I'm leaving for lunch now. Or there's no reason at all. He just comes by and sticks his hand out. I don't want to be stick in the mud because I'm positive his intentions are pure. And it's just part of the way of his way of communicating. But I truly do not want to make physical contact with any of my coworkers beyond the occasional necessary handshake. Social conventions make me feel obligated to return the gesture. But I'm internally rolling my eyes as hard as possible while doing so. 
However, I'm at a loss on how to decline to participate in this without sounding like a complete jerk. Any help at all, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, this man sounds horrible. How is he? Are you serious? Yeah. I think this woman him. sounds horrible. Oh, no. Fuck her. He, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm internally rolling my eyes at, wow, you do not belong in this team or group environment. For you, Fuck you. This, you have never had to go to a mandatory Saturday morning team building exercise, have you? I've had Because to- once you have, you hate every person who never, like, was... I, I don't I think they were either bullied too much or bullied too little in high school <laughs> and they never figured out the way to act properly. But but I will say though, I'm a big fist bump guy. I get mm. fist bumps all the time, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's just a solidarity thing. Like, mm-hmm. alright, I'm going out. Peace. Boom boom. You know, boom boom. You know? I was a human in this moment mm-hmm. and we had a human interaction. I don't give a fuck. You're too big for a bump, bro? Mm-hmm. No. The fact that this person's like, I don't want to do other than the occasional handshake. Seriously? Sounds like, wonderful. This guy sounds fucking awesome, bro. He's your coworker. You should be thankful that the only thing he has is a fist bump quirk. Oh, do you want to know something funny? What? I was at like in the office one day at work and um, two of the like my coworkers started talking and like one of them addressed me by name and the other like the woman was like, <gasps> and the other guy was like, what? And she's like, oh, I didn't know you worked here. Scott? Like, yeah. like you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what What do you mean? She's like, I thought you were like a Ukrainian exchange like student. I was like, why? What? You're like in the teacher's office or yeah, something? Yeah, like I was like, at my office. Like I have like um, <laughs> a little placard or yeah. something. So Scott Walsh. And she was like, like, why don't you ever speak? And I was just like, I don't really have that much to say. Like, sorry. Are you a quiet person? At work. Yeah. Um, no wonder you fucking agree with this person. Yeah. <laughs> this woman, come to my office. You're in. <laughs> we'll sit on opposite ends and never fucking say a word to each other. The Meanwhile, sh- come to my office, fist bumps and pizza galore, motherfuckers. I'm fist bumping. I'm giving you a piece of cheese pizza, a piece of pepperoni pizza, man. It's the best time over here. I'm out. Wait, che- did you say cheese pizza? For the vegetarians. Are we going back to Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> ah, this man knows what's up. This man knows about Pizzagate. A couple times a day... If it were like a couple times a month or even once a week, I'd tell you to think it's of the same way you would a handshake where it would generally come across as rude to refuse, aside from the obvious exceptions like sickness. Mm -hmm. But a couple times a day is weirdly frequent and you can opt out. No, you fucking can't. Get over yourself. No, this woman has done nothing wrong. This man has done nothing wrong. This man is a blight on society. <laughs> I swear to God, this man. We had a we had a, we had two questions on last week mm-hmm. that were very funny. One was about a boss that would pee in a cup and then pour it down the drain while a woman's doing her dishes at work. <laughs> <laughs> and the I, other one was a woman that got fired from her job because she hid her boss's glue stick as a prank. Really? And he like lost his shit and fired her. I guess. Why? I don't know. It's 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 insanity out there, dude. These jobs cause people to go fucking crazy. Have you ever been fired? At a, from a burrito job. Really? Why? Uh, here's my... Too much it. fist bumps? <laughs> <laughs> here's my take on the whole thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Fat Bastard Burrito. Mm-hmm. They opened up a new location on Young just as... Uh, it was like a month away from the Pride Parade. So they hired like... 20 of us and oh, we were okay. open till 3 a.m every fucking night and sounds horrible i would be it was great because it was the fifa world cup so i was just watching fifa because mm. like i would be in there for like three hours no customer you know and i rocked the fucking 
cashier box, man. I've been a cashier my whole fucking life. Every job I've had, you know, like all those like Ikea, Starbucks, cashier base. You worked at Ikea? I was a hot dog guy. Oh my I used God. To, I was working the bistro and I would make the fucking hot dogs. I, I didn't know I could love you more. <laughs> Bro, best job I ever fucking had, man. Mm. I learned how to make like seven um, seven frozen yogurts in oh, one hand. This is why you weren't surprised when I commented on how many different kinds of hot dogs there are in Canada. Yeah. So like, there, uh, yeah, we went to the gas station and they were like, the tornado. Okay, you know what? It's all the same hot dog. Don't be like, ooh, same you crazy shit, Canadians. It's one, it's one store that had it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they just hired too many people because like, I remember the thing that like got me fired mm-hmm. was I got the schedule for the week from my boss. Like she emailed it out personally to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to go to work at like freaking like 8 a.m. one day. And she emails me back being like, hey, you didn't confirm your schedule with me. Um, we got someone to replace you for today, but don't let this happen again. And I was like, I've never worked a job in my life where I have to be like, I actually, like, I can't, this schedule isn't good for me. It's like, you put it up. What? If you have a problem with it, then you message me. That sounds awesome. But I guess, like, it was insane. I was like, I didn't have to, like, be like, yeah, that's good for me. And then you would lock it in. You yeah, know? that's what, weird. What a waste of everyone's time that is. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. She was like, but come in tomorrow. And then an hour later, I got another email being like, actually, don't come in at all. Uh, blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Well, it was the day before Canada. I packed my bag, went home to Ottawa, and partied hardy." Awesome, but yeah, cashier stuff, man. Super easy to do. Super mind numbing, though. I remember when on my last day at Starbucks, like I gave every single person who said thank you their drink for free. Oh yeah, yeah. I worked at the busiest Starbucks in Toronto. I worked at the busiest Starbucks you in did Toronto. Not. It, I I know. Are you the fucking Kipling? Kipling? Yeah, Kipling, right where the subway starts. And we're at the one where you can pull in with the huge parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sick kids hospital, bro. How many sick children are ordering coffee? <laughs> I Zero. served a couple kids with cancer before. <laughs> but I swear, 24 hours, though. Oh, God. And our 5 a.m.s, bro, the worst. We were like 4.30 a.m. to midnight. I was like, why not just make it 24 hours? Did you guys have like, the kiosk where you do the pre-order thing? Um, I know. We, I think it was a new thing where it was like, we got like such long lines that it's like, mm-hmm. you don't pay, but like you would tell me your order. I would mm-hmm. punch it in to send it to the baristas. Yeah. And then the cashiers could pull up your order to pay. Okay. But people didn't grasp the concept that like. Because it's unnecessary. <laughs> like, yeah. The people would be like, why am I telling you my order twice? And I'm yeah. like, it's a great fucking question, lady. The system's insane. I mean, like I worked there in 2012 and a couple of years later, um, my, like the boss died. Whoa! And the boss was the most hated person I know. I every single post on Facebook started with, "Amir, you weren't a great man," or like, "Amir, I know we never got along," and it made me wonder, like, when I die, yeah, like, will people I hate make like a post, like, just, just like want to reinforce, I didn't like you, yeah, you were a bad man, but you're dead. How bad was this bad man that like you can like take his death as a a way to like he was like cheating on his pregnant wife with like the starbucks owner across the street he also like i'd watch that movie it was so that was the highlight it's funny that you say that too because like my starbucks boss like i don't think anyone liked their starbucks boss because mine would like send us emails being like in the facebook group or whatever he'd be Mm -hmm. like hey we made two million dollars last month at our location which is like up seven hundred thousand dollars since last month yeah good job everybody i hate them and just between you and me, some things went missing at my Starbucks and they ended up in my place. I, I was telling my brother, like, he was like, um, 
we were talking about how great self-checkout is and he was like <laughs> yeah. yeah you leave shit on the bottom of the car and you can just wheel it out like i was like i love buying bananas he's like what do you oh, mean easy man was, so good yeah he's and then he's like scott i'm 30 i don't have to like <laughs> <laughs> you mean you don't punch in your fucking red onions is like the cheap spanish onions yeah bro how many cobs of corn maybe six maybe eight who mm. knows man and yeah oh i have a thing oh we gotta finish this one. Oh, so oh well, god i forgot we're in one <laughs> this always happens um with the fist bumps oh, okay next time he sticks out his hand for a fist bump or high five or whatever try saying you know i'm not really a fist bumper or i'm not a big high fiver i'd be like no time like the present to start I would say uh, we're importing Shariah law. <laughs> Off with your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then followed up with something else so that the statement isn't just hanging between you and the silence. The whole thing might sound like, you know, I'm not really a fist bumper, but have a great lunch. Or, you know, I'm not really a high fiver, but yeah, I'm excited that we're publishing the paper. Did you ever watch Scrubs? No. Well, there goes my whole fucking anecdote. Great. Next. The <laughs> Todd. He would always ask for a high five. High five. And you always have to give him a high five. No. Yes. Um, I don't think you do. <laughs> oh, you. He'd find a way to make you high five. That was a whole episode in okay. itself. Um, this approach is suitable for unwanted hugs too. I'm not a hugger, but it's great to see you, etc. Could you imagine saying that to someone? I'm not a hugger. You clearly hate me if you say that. That's. I'm trying to think if I've ever had that happen. Ever been denied oh, I, a hug? No, but I once denied a hug. <gasps> Yeah, you bitch. The, well, um, what you call it? It was. I have a problem where um, I, if I'm interested in a guy, yeah, my only response is being super, super mean. Um, as a way, just like a woman. Yeah, classic women. <laughs> and Scott. Yeah. Um, and there was one guy I remember I had a crush on him, and he was like, "Do you want to go? Like, oh, can I hug you?" And I was like, "Absolutely not. Sorry." Oh, so you're replying like too hard to get. No, I've just like was like, oh, I have to stay away from you. Uh, and then this is what this has happened three times now where um, I have like aggressively rejected a man. And then afterwards, he has messaged me at four in the morning. Hey, man, his I'm time. sorry. No, no. He uh, has messaged me um, to say I'm bisexual. Why didn't we date? And I'm like, Great question. Quit coming on my show to fucking flex with how many dates you're goddamn giving. What can up. I say? All of the well, Corian, make it number four. There you go. Fist bump or die. So matter of factly and cheerfully, you want your tone to survey to convey. This is just a useful thing you, to know about me, and also I still like you. Not you have offended me by trying to touch me. You might have to do this a couple times before the message sinks in, but I bet he'll get the message after the second time. He might think you're a little weird, but hey, you already think he's a little weird, so maybe that's okay. And if you're concerned about him thinking you're being chilly, make a point of counteracting that by being purposefully warm to him in other ways. Say something genuinely enthusiastic about the thing he wants to high-five you for. <laughs> Ask him how his day is going when you see him in other contexts. Compliment some work he did that you genuinely like and so forth. Well, that's a horrible fucking idea. That's awful. Because I, he's going to be like, why won't you fist bump me now? You, you, we talk about everything. Yeah. He just wants the bump. He doesn't want to talk about how his day was. The man wants the bump, okay? You're just going to give him so much fuel to be like, why aren't you bumping me now? Cut him out of your life. You don't need that. Um, I vote just go super professional and icy. Like, yeah. he's not your friend. 
Um, he's your coworker. Put him in his place. Put put nasty stuff on your knuckles. Oh yeah, don't wash your hands for don't a month. Don't wash your hands for a month. All right, what do you got? Um, they, like there was only one word that really stuck out. Oh boy, don't but, read the title because it always spoils. It. Okay, what's what was this from? Uh, Savage Love. Uh. I don't read any others. <laughs> um, it's it's in the first sentence. I'm a 32 year old cis heteroflexible woman here. Mm-hmm. I'm very attracted to men with deep, confident. Does heteroflexible mean you <laughs> that do is, yoga? That is the word. I was yeah. Like <laughs> what is this? Um, and I thought you would, you know everything. So I was like, you might know. Isn't that just bi, heteroflexible? I feel like it's just, they like that it's a pun. It's like, I only date, I'll date men or women, but only hot ones. Mm -hmm. That's what heteroflexible is. Like, I'm flexible if they're hot enough on the other gender, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like that, I remember one show, Buffy. Mm -hmm. One line that always stuck with me was, um, you know, all three of them have to be boy, boy, girl, or Charlize Theron. Ah, uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Do all that. gay people like Buffy? Yeah, that's all gay people do is watch Buffy. <laughs> Not really, though. Yo, no, like, no, really. <laughs> well, because everyone in the show is, like, gay or trying, and it's, uh, like, okay. perfect. Um, I'm very attracted to men with deep, confident voices, and I literally can't experience sexual attraction to a man if I don't love the sound of his voice and his manner of speaking. And this is a heteroflexible woman. Heteroflexible woman. She likes a man like this. I'm wondering why she mentioned heteroflexible instead of like heterosexual. Well, right now she's just hetero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing so far. I would just say if I were her, I'm a normal woman. <laughs> Who finds other women hot because guess what? Women are hot, bro. Women are not hot. Women have great personalities and <laughs> um, no matter how cute or wonderful he is. So before I meet men from online dating apps, I always arrange for a quick phone call. Interesting. Have you ever Interesting. done that? I think I've called like once or twice with like different like people on Tinder just to like set up a thing or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would never answer if someone called me. I did like the first time I had an online dating app. There's like 30 minutes of your life right there, bro. It's, it's pointless. My time is not valuable. <laughs> but you get a lot from a voice though. Yet, um, I obviously don't reveal that this is the reason why. My problem is that often, after some good app or text banter, and sometimes even a substance-wise, great phone conversation, I know there is no chance I can be sexually attracted to this person and have to meet, make up some excuse not to meet. I don't want to waste their time or mine. I don't believe in ghosting, and I like to be honest, though I'm definitely open to white lies to save feelings. What is the kindest and most ethical way to handle this? Please give me a script. Interesting. So... Heteroflexible. She's just, you know, hetero. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, wait. Also, P.S. Oh. I probably have some minor dating PTSD from the not infrequent rage reaction I've encountered for men after I decline to meet, no matter how polite and sweet I am and no matter what excuse I make up. They feel the interaction has gone very well and don't understand what they did wrong for me to change my mind and want to argue with me about it. I feel guilty that it's something they can't control, so perhaps I don't cut off these conversations early enough. Do women blow up on dating apps? Um, only at shore people. That Bagel Boss guy said some stuff we've Bagel all Boss been did thinking nothing for wrong. years, bro. Bagel Boss innocent. You're not God. Oh my oh, boss. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my father. He was like <laughs> I also love like everyone's reaction was just like laughter. Like this clearly like mentally ill man is having a breakdown. 
like that's the ill will of the short community bro that's and that's what they get every single day Mm -hmm. every single day they're getting people laughing at them Mm -hmm. he just lost it man i i also feel like short community we need to specify short men yeah because you can be a short woman and have the best life you know yeah but if like if you're five i think he's like four foot nine i I listened to another podcast and they brought him on Mm -hmm. he keeps um (laughs) when he gets really angry he drives to like the park and goes off the trail and he has like a mini baseball bat Mm -hmm. and he just beats the tree because he's so angry at it he is a legend (laughs) oh my god He's gonna start his own. I bet you in like five years we're gonna be like watching his news like on YouTube. He he's on like Hood Report and he's doing like other stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's that fifty minutes now that the old fifty minutes of fame only got you so far. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you can a, monetize it, a month and a half. Yeah, and you'll get some kickback mm-hmm. from it. You know, like there's no longer a one hit wonder. It's always a one era wonder. Mm-hmm. I saw some articles the other day about like the girl from Friday. You know, Rebecca what, Black. What's she doing now? Making you know, bops. Um, making bops. My old boss's name was Rebecca Black, and she said like no once a week she way. would get an email for her. <gasps> oh, we should start a podcast where we just bring in those emails. Oh, bringing people with like the same names as celebrities. Amazing idea for a show, dude. Mm-hmm. So, Fucking genius. Adolf, what was going through <laughs> your parents' head? Well, I got Adolf Hitler at hotmail.com. That's a joke, really. Um, wh- were we reading one? Yeah. Oh, the- right, the hetero. Um, <laughs> Oh, do you put your height in your Tinder bio? Do you? I don't. I, I don't think I did. I, th- I I think I should. I think you should. Um, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Um, I think I put one as a joke. Like eight feet? Yeah, like eight foot nine or something. Great. You know, or like I think I wrote, don't message me if you're under like eight foot nine or something like that. You know? just Because like, there's always, you know... Something like that, where it's like, don't message me if you're over six foot, whatever. I've never seen that. How tall are you? I'm I think it's also, yeah, I think it's a myth that like, you know, like the Oprah Winfrey rainbow parties. You remember those? Oh, yeah. They talk about people putting on lipstick and then giving blowjobs to a guy. And then whoever has the most lip rings by the end of the night is the winner. But <laughs> everyone's like, no one did yeah, that. Yeah, that's like a... No one stepped forward. Actually, I, the only people that would do that are gay men and they wouldn't tell their mom about it. <laughs> Like, I was like, don't worry, your daughter is safe. <laughs> oh, my There's God. There's so many, like, funny things where, like, guys are like, glory holes aren't real. I'm like, they're definitely real, but, like, they're not, it's not what you want on the yeah. other side. Uh, it, that's the glory of it, though, right? You mm-hmm. just picture what you want. Um, right, so the, the deep voice thing. I would say, hmm, uh, that's a, because, like, this could be like the like could you imagine you know like mm-hmm. you're only attracted to people deep voices and like you have to do this thing every single time right yes. so it, like i feel for the person that it's like maybe find a way to get a call in sooner or yeah. something you know there's so like oh can i call you like um do the after ca- you match yeah do the call after the match send like five minutes of messages then do the call mm-hmm. then you can just fucking unfriend them and mm-hmm. like or unmatch them and like disappear into the ethos you know can you unmatch someone on tinder and not feel bad about it that's what the app is for yes. it's not ghosting it's it's hey well we're going to go well the train went out of town it's going over to albuquerque right now and he just hopped on board you know you can just disappear it's beautiful what <laughs> do you think about like uh well i guess you don't have this but on grinder like blocking is like um an option which is mm-hmm. basically the same thing as unmatching mm-hmm. um and i like i don't care if someone like blocks me yeah um 
but um, some people get like really, really offended and they'll make a new account to ask, like, <laughs> why did you block me? Yeah. I'm like, I, sorry, like, we weren't gonna, like, me. Yeah. Um, do you think blocking is okay? I think. I guess I've, that's basically the same thing as unmatching. But it's like, I've reported, because like, that's like, that's nutso territory. Mm-hmm. Making a second account to find someone to message them again. Nutso. Oh my god, my friend. Okay. He lives in Iowa. He's one of like four gay people in the. Why does he like, live in Iowa? Um, Did he move there? Or? He's from there. He's like he's from Iowa. Yeah. How'd you meet him? Uh, Twitter. Okay. Uh, you met him on Twitter. Yeah. Have you met him in real life? No. So he's not your friend. We skyped. Your... <laughs> Is he nice? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he. Wait, how'd you meet him on Twitter? Like you just like the tweet of his? No. Um, which I'm, we like had mutuals and like were uh, mutual Twitter friends. Yeah. You fucking people online are crazy. Twitter is for, like, (laughs) yeah. I, oh, and he was telling me that, um, what were we just talking about? Fuck, my brain is. I don't know. We, we, 20 of these land sharks, man. They're really good, though. Oh, yeah. They're not sweet at all. I think they're a little sweet. Uh, it has a, I thought one of it was a a picture of, like, a pineapple was just, like, a bush that they put on there. Oh, yeah. I can see why you'd be not thinking they're sweet then. The Twitter man in Iowa. Oh, Twitter man in Iowa. Um, oh, yeah. So he made a new Grinder account uh-huh. and he got an anonymous message <gasps> that was just his nudes. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. That is fucking terrifying, man. His nudes? Yeah. Like not the stranger's nudes, but like the- his own. Interesting. And he was like, I sent them to too many people. I don't know who it is. Uh, did it have his face in them, though? I don't know. I didn't ask. Because <laughs> if it's faceless, whatever. Who the fuck cares, know. you know? Um, I guess it depends also on the style of nude. If it's like just a cock shot, then you're fine. But yeah. if it's like a full body and there's a tattoo, mm-hmm. you're ruined. Anything to like, yeah, out you as like a nude giver, you know? Yeah, like everyone else. <laughs> um, all right, let's read the answer to this one. Oh, yes. Sorry, I have to unlock my phone because the home button broke. <laughs> oh, do you have the uh, the assisted thingy on? yeah. Um, also, oh no, it opened an ad. I love the iPhone SE. It's an old phone. It's pretty old. What phone does everyone have in South Korea? Everyone has like a Samsung. What's the South Korean Twitter Twitter again? The like Twitter? Yeah. Or no, it's like they have like a, in China, they have like a different like Twitter. Oh, they have them. Like, so, um, they all have different messenger apps. Um, like Korea's WeChat or something. Yeah. Korea's is Kakao Talk. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my God, I can't open it on here. That's fine. We we can give them advice. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you should put in your profile, but like, but don't put like you only like men with like. Be like, and if you have a deep voice, that's a big extra because then that incentivizes guys with deep voices to actively suit. Like, man, you ever meet mm-hmm. a chick with Tinder and they're like, I have like ninety nine plus matches. I have a thousand plus matches. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can like put anything on your profile and you'll be able to like decipher mm-hmm. it out. You know. That's true, but it's like low quality. Like, what's that? Like, there, there's many. Yeah, but there's few. But then you're swiping on the menu ways, right? Yeah, and you still have a thousand matches. Women have bad taste in men. (laughs) Like, that's how they get so many fucking matches. My friend and I were like on her Tinder, and she like met her boyfriend um, on Tinder, and I like. I was like, I like him. Like, swipe right, and she's like, I don't really. And then they match, and he asked her like, So what made you swipe right? And then she's like, because you speak English. Really? Yeah. This was in Korea for context. And he was like, oh. Don't you hate when people ask, what made you swipe right? 
I've never been asked that. Really? Um, yeah, they my my dates are always confident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's read another one. Um, let's see. <laughs> this one's good. Dear Miss Manners, my son-in-law showed up the other day with a T-shirt that said "Suits suck." This is a grown man. His wife wears a suit when required, as do other members of our family. It's really not a big deal, as this was a casual get-together, but it still seemed tasteless and maybe even slightly oh confrontational. Should I be put off by this? And should I have said something? Where does it fit in the whole manners world? I do. Okay, do you want to hear one of my conspiracy theories? Yeah. Okay, so, like, advice websites like Reddit, Am I the Asshole, like, yeah. these are viewed by millions of people, right? Yeah. So they're shaping subconsciously some sort of opinion of like what you think. Like I've never met a woman who describes herself as heteroflexible. Yeah. But now when I think of a like heteroflexible woman, I'm going to think of like um that like, woman with only deep, voice deep voices. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, heteroflexible women. They love the deep voices. We're creating stereotypes yes. with our mass like aggregate and websites. My like conspiracy theory is I don't think I think like probably half of them are actual um like requests for advice yeah i think the other half is just people who are like um like as a black man yeah i love committing crime how do i like handle this addiction <laughs> yeah um just to like reinforce that negative like opinion so you think there's people online making these fake posts about fake people just to have like a negative like look on them yes absolutely who are these anti-heteroflexible people? <laughs> it's me. I yeah, said that you it. fucking wrote it. Um, suits suck, man. Do you like wearing suits? Uh, no, I hate it. I hate wearing suits, bro. And I think it's because, like, everyone that's like, oh, I love wearing suits. It's like, well, because your job requires you to wear one. Yeah, so, like, you have to pretend to. Yeah. And, like, you know the measurements and you know, like, the material and stuff. And you can, you have to wear, like, you have to buy the comfiest suit for yourself mm-hmm. at your job, right? But it's like... I wear a suit like once or twice, like I, not decade, even, I'm not even going to yeah. say a year. Yeah, a decade, man. And it's like, again, the most expensive thing that you might own. Mm. They're like very pricey and you can't get like, oh, you know, Morris is having a sale. You gotta get a guy to fucking slice up that suit so you can fit in it better. I know. Why is it that I can buy a pair of jeans that fit perfectly, but I got to go to a fucking tailor to buy a fucking suit? It's absolutely unfair. Um <sighs> But the one and women that, just buy dresses. That's it. They just buy the dress and it's over. I'm sure they like. They probably like tailor it themselves. Maybe. But I. This this fits perfectly. It has said no man ever about a suit that he's put on. Correct. Who More deck room, please. <laughs> My name's Gorian. I have a monster cock. Uh, all right. So suits suck. Um. This sounds like a mom from Iowa. This, yeah, this prepare is yourself for the real fucking world, lady. This is it not is a problem. <laughs> if this, Actually, this doesn't sound like a mom from Iowa. This sounds like a mom from California. Really? Like I, when I think Iowa, I think of like corn. Mm. Like they're they're like, not wearing suits. They're fine with it. Dude, like in, this is an Oregon mom, bro. In Iowa, they have to make mixed drinks behind a curtain. Swear to God. Oh my God. Because when you, when do you go to Iowa? I listened to a podcast and a guy was from Iowa telling this stuff where it's like, 
if you go to like if you go to like a family restaurant, they can't make drinks in front of people. Like it has to be like a big black curtain they go behind. That's Fucking so juicy. That is ridiculous. That's like if I went in and saw like a black curtain, I'd be like, oh, that's the sex booth. <laughs> yeah, do I get a hand job over yeah. there? <laughs> All right, let's see what Miss Manners has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Gentle reader, your son-in-law is not alone in being confused about the manner surrounding the posting. Uh, here's a good question. My brother will wear a shirt that says fuck on it in public. What is the, what's the, what's our opinion on that? I think your brother shouldn't be allowed to wear shirts. <laughs> Shut up about my brother. But I've seen like pictures, usually like on Reddit, on like our trashy, mm-hmm. where like people wear those like really fucking weird, aggressive American shirts. I love the shirts that like, I am a cattle driver <laughs> and I, yeah, I sometimes am mean to my wife, but if you ever step in front of my taquitos, I will kill you with my pistol. <laughs> oh my God. I love the hyper targeting. It's I so good. beat my wife as much as I suck cock, you know? It's yeah. just like, what? Who made that shirt? It's like when you go to like Taiwan or something and they're like, they have those bracelets or like t-shirts that just say like, fuck dick ass shit, you know? And mm. you're like, why would you wear this? Oh, um... Because they're often, like, sold at, like, a much lower price like, because they're rejected from, like, the North American market. Yeah. Um, they, I remember reading about how, like... Um, well, I know, like, they, a lot of the time for, like, the losers of, like, the Super Bowl and stuff, they send yeah. all, the, like, the other winner shirts to, like, another country and give them out for free or something. Yeah. So there was, like, a shirt with, like, a Real Housewives quote on it um, <laughs> that was, like, I don't... At least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom, you fucking bitch. And it was, like, a Chinese child in a kindergarten wearing it. Um, and people are like, why, why was that even there? It's like, it, it flopped. So we need to sell it at a discount. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the quote again? I said I didn't do crystal meth in a... Like, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom. Fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. They do crystal meth on that show? Um, they do a lot. But they never, like, show anything. Yeah. Have you watched it? No. It's like the opposite of Queer Eye. <laughs> Is it a reality show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as better known people have discovered, no one from the human resource department to your closest relative believed the this excuse, and with good reason. Edit. Uh, oh, I skipped a paragraph. Miss <laughs> Man is choosing to believe that your son-in-law did not intend to be rude. In which case, his defense must be that they were not his words, but those of the shirt manufacturer. His action is wearing that shirt. He could claim to share the joke. As better-known people have discovered, no one from the human resource department to the closest relative believes this excuse, and with good reason. Etiquette sees no important difference between words printed on your chest and those coming out of your mouth, a point worth making to your daughter, if not directly to your son-in-law. Idiot. Wait, first of all, this wasn't a work event, right? Uh, it was a casual get-together, they said. Oh my god, <laughs> you drama queen. Ah, suit suck, dude! Yeah. <gasps> Deal with it. <laughs> I'm fainting over also, here. Also, there is no difference between a sh- like a word on your shirt and what you say. What? Yeah, right. Like I can wear a t-shirt, but I'm not gonna say the shirt. Yeah, but what? I don't know. Miss Manners is old school. Mm-hmm. She keeps that shit real in Iowa. Um, do you have another one? No, I actually don't. Okay, no worries. I still got a couple. That one. Oh, we we got one more. Perfect. Any more musings? Let me see. Um, I was driving when we were driving to PEI. Saw a lot of trucks transporting just big ass rocks, mm-hmm. just like four big, big fucking rocks on the back of like a massive truck going somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
Don't they have rocks where they're going? No. No. PEI is too nice for rocks. It's just clay. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want to know the saddest thing I learned? What? Anne of Green Gables isn't real. I found that out when I went over there, man. I went to the the writer's house. That's so sad. Like I'm never gonna visit now. It's like it's like Sherlock Holmes, but I, I, he's not cool. <laughs> he's not cool like Anne. Um, I went to Anna Green Gables' house and like where the writer grew up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome, dude! It was sweet. It was like eight bucks. Got to walk around this house. PEI sounds awesome. Carve my initials somewhere. The East Coast of Canada is the only place in North America worth respecting. Yeah, that's the thing. I see litter there and I get pissed. Mm-hmm. In Toronto, eh? A, a truck will oh, sweep yeah. it up in twenty so years. I went by like I went three years in Korea without ever seeing public defecation. Twelve <laughs> hours in Toronto, <laughs> already gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also time of day, 3.12 p.m. Good time to take a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes, I, sometimes when I'm drinking something I really like, I'll just fill my mouth to capacity and then take small gulps from like the reservoir I've made in my mouth. That's brilliant. I've, I realized that the other night at your party. I was talking to Joey. He's like, yeah, I did the same fucking thing, man, where I'm just like filled up and I'm like, boop, boop, hey. boop. You know, because it's like, I want to taste it the whole time I'm drinking it. That's so wise. I'm like, that's like life hack for anorexics. <laughs> Just keep it in your mouth as long as possible. Or sorry, bully mix. Um, yeah, that's about it. Let's let's wrap this up on this last one. Mm-hmm. Dear Polly, I have a severe allergy to mushrooms. I carry an EpiPen. Do you like mushrooms? I love mushrooms. I had the fucking best mushroom vermicelli last night, man. Really? Oh, my oh. God. And it's like, you don't normally go for, like, the meals without any, like, meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, five kinds I'm, of mushrooms. I always do. Are you a vegetarian or something? Yeah. You're since, a vegetarian? Yeah, I've been vegetarian since, like, I left my parents' house. Wow. Um, and I, my parents would always ask, like, why do you, like, why do you always like the gross foods? Like, mushrooms and, like, olives. The gross food. Yeah. Olives? I olives love are olives. fucking delicious, bro. And then I was like, but if I have those on my pizza, you're not going to eat it. That's funny. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll be up front, man. If I see a person picking toppings off a pizza they don't like, mm-hmm. they don't get my respect. Fair. But eat, also, eat the pizza like a fucking adult, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, you my... don't, I don't like a certain topping? Would you just not eat like a certain meal the queen gave you? Here's, here's my like musing. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to pizza, there should only be three options allowed. Mm-hmm. And as in three toppings? No, three options. Okay. You can get cheese, you can get pepperoni, or you can get deluxe. But if you're ordering for a party, for every deluxe you order, you have to order two pepperonis because everyone always says, oh, get like one deluxe, one pepperoni, and one cheese. The pepperoni and cheese are gone. There's still five slices of the deluxe Lex. You don't like the deluxe? I hate the deluxe, but no one likes the deluxe because if it, they liked the, the deluxe, it would be the first one gone. Yeah. Instead it's of routinely like, the last pizza to be eaten. It's like adult like who don't actually know how to like... <laughs> enjoy a meal that's not like salted meat yeah so they just it's a bunch of bullshit bro deluxe is like the way they try and trick you with like oh how many times but it's like what's on the deluxe it's pepperoni i think yeah it's green bell peppers it's disgusting they're like not even cooked they're like yeah they're just chunks on there you get like you get mushrooms mm-hmm. but it's always like the fucking worst mushroom ever yeah and then i think you get like black olives if you're lucky i think i thought there was another meat Maybe like um, sausage. Ground beef. Yeah. Sausage, you're right. They wouldn't spend it on beef. 
But it's like, yeah, something like when you get a fucking pepperoni pizza and it's all like every pepperoni is like perfectly like toasted and mm-hmm. a little grease pool in it. It's fucking amazing. You'd love Korean pizza. Oh, really? It's like sweet potato, mayonnaise, mm-hmm. corn. I love mayonnaise and corn. Mm-hmm. Is it easier to eat over there as a vegetarian? No, it's impossible. Really? Um, it's like a constant discussion <laughs> of like, like, I remember I was like for the months I've been eat, like I, every day I learned something I eat isn't vegetarian. <laughs> like... That soup is actually bone broth. And, like, they'll, like, say, like, oh, it's vegetarian. There's no meat. It's just, like, chicken. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't... Okay. <laughs> There's no meat in it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's yeah. when you get fist bump. All right, all right, dude. Vegetarian, fist bump. Respect. Um, where were we? Let me see. <clears throat> I carry an EpiPen, and I've been hospitalized multiple times because of exposure to this food. One time, I began convulsing in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Jesus. <laughs> what? After eating a mushroom? That seems dramatic. Yeah, I thought, like, your throat swells up and, like, your body just, like, rejects it. But to, like, make you have a seizure if you eat a certain food? Oh, I was also, I was drinking with my sister last week and I couldn't remember the word for allergy. And mm. I was like, oh, you know, like, we can't eat there. Jill's gluten retarded. <laughs> and everyone was like, what do you mean? I was like, you know, when you can't, like, consume it. And they were like, oh, yeah, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been out of Canada for a while. Yeah. You guys probably have like, a better word over there for, like, half of the words we have. Yes. Um, Byeongshin. Is yeah, like, teach us some Korean real quick. Yeah. So racist. <laughs> so racist, dude. Speak real words. Um. I mean, sorry, I mean ching chong. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, give me a sentence to learn. Um, I will give you sarang hamnida. Sarang hamnida. Yeah. What does that mean? I love you. Oh, you bitch. Mm. All right. Um, my husband politely explained this to his parents when we started dating, and I was invited to family meals. So literally the most time you'd need to be on your fucking toes about this. Mm-hmm. Trusting other people, other people's parents. Who aren't professionals. Who are not chefs to prepare a and meal. And probably want you dead. Probably don't even remember your fucking name, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Sandra? Sally! Eh, whatever. What are you allergic to? Olives? Mm-hmm. Mushrooms! Since then. <laughs> also, just go for, like, a baked potato, you know, where you can yeah. see the whole fucking meal. Get the steak and potato. Oh, let me have this blended thing, you know? No! Mm. Give me a thing I can see. I can tell there's no fucking mushrooms yeah. in there. What do you think she ate that had a mushroom in it that inevitably happens? Oh, I bet you it was, some, you know, I bet you it was something really obvious. What annoyed <laughs> me. The risotto had yeah. mushrooms? Oh, my God. <sighs> um... Since then, most meals we have shared at my in-laws' house have had very limited options for me. Somehow, they managed to find a way to add mushrooms to almost everything. (laughs) (laughs) This mother-in-law is awesome. Whoops! Just making pancakes and a handful of them slipped in. One time, they made a point to make a special plate of mushrooms and pass it around. (laughs) (laughs) Death food! around the death food don't get any death food on your plate what a fuck that's like some adams family shit (laughs) bro so good uh yeah could you mind telling your mom that like i i can literally die if like even a little bit of mushroom okay we're having 18 kinds of mushrooms this weekend yeah thank you um have you ever had like an ex's parents not like you hmm i don't think so 
No. Really? I've always wondered about that too, where it's like, I don't think I've ever had anyone like hate me or like not like me mm-hmm. that I know about. I'm sure they do. But like in a direct way where I could be like, oh yeah, I'm sure this person hates me, but I have to keep like, maybe an old boss or two. Yeah. Especially if it's like an ex, like a, a girlfriend or boyfriend's like parents. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you know, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Weatherbottom. <laughs> You're not going to feed her any mushrooms again, are you? <laughs> Have you? Oh, um, I feel like all of them did, but I feel like, <laughs> I'm, just, like I'm not as charming as you. They, they had a good reason for it. Mm. Corrupting right. the child. When, uh, my mother-in-law said very rudely, I would have liked to add mushrooms directly to the salad. But someone has problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> she then pointed at me and said, Mushroom Eater! Um What a this is like this is this is like a sitcom, you know? Like I would a- love to have a sitcom like family like this. Oh, well someone doesn't like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. But I will find out what the fuck you are allergic to and feed you it, you know? This I will do the reverse to you, motherfucker. Do you have any allergies? <laughs> um, Speak now. I think my mom lied to me about a peanut allergy when I was little. Oh, yeah. I, I love lying to children. <laughs> I told my niece, like, the car doesn't work unless you have your seatbelt in. <laughs> and then she tri- Genius, bro. Then she tried unplugging it, so I slammed on the brakes. Wow. We were, going, like, we were backing up, so it was, like, not a risk, but she was like... <gasps> You know, oh. the, the smart move is mm-hmm. a lot of cars have like the binging sound. You just plug in the seatbelt and sit on top of it. Life hack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think only like, like, I think I had a, a peanut, but like, I may have like literally just like, choked on the peanut, and my mom thought that was like an allergy or something. Oh where my I'm just God. like, <coughs> you know, and it's like, mm. oh, like, we can't feed him anymore. Um, I remember my my friend Damon Barlow's birthday party in grade six. He had this fucking amazing looking Reese's peanut butter cake, and I couldn't have any of it. Oh my god! I had a popsicle. I love fucking peanut butter kill cups. me. Oh, bro, you ever get the big peanut butter cups they sell now? I do. They come in two in a pack, but they're like so. Yeah. You bite into it, and it's like all peanut in the middle. Yes, my mom like that was my birthday present was a <laughs> box of those. Because they don't have them in Korea. They're so there's so much like of that peanut butter inside. Because the mm. uh, the regular Reese's pieces are like mostly chocolate, you know. Mm. Um, Which I'm not here for. I literally held my breath as the mushrooms passed in front of me on the table that day. That was extremely dangerous for me. That food could kill me. What's worse is my husband told me that mushrooms were not a common dish served by his parents <laughs> before he started dating me. <laughs> we yeah they just hate you <laughs> yeah this is direct hate this is abuse mm-hmm. get out oh my god the fact that the husband lets his parents put up with this shit though mm-hmm. my god bro grow a fucking pair i love reading like um just no mother-in-law on reddit and it's like yeah like my mother-in-law tried to stab me and my husband says like that's just what she does <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great that's just what she does man mm-hmm. eh, wish I could res- do something yeah. she does she tries to poison people um, when I was pregnant my husband told them we would not take part in any family meals if they didn't promise to keep the meals allergy free his dad said we can't promise that except <laughs> <laughs> everyone except your wife likes mushrooms what do you mean we can't promise that <laughs> hey man this is what I mean like adults shouldn't be allowed to have things like Food preferences, coloring books, yeah. like things like this. Meals infancy. on airplanes. 
Respect the meal on the airplane. <laughs> yeah, quick, name me three meals without any mushrooms in them. I can't. Oh I my can't. god, I, I can't even think of one right <laughs> now. What do you want us to fucking make? <laughs> Porridge for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm out. <laughs> Um, we can't promise that. Everyone except your wife likes mushrooms, and we're not changing what we eat for one person. Oh, my God. Could you imagine this woman wasn't, like, the... <gasps> oh, the, like, that has happened to me. Like, that we're not changing what we like for one person. Really? Like, um, when I was, like, in middle school, I, like, cooked a lot um, for my family. And I remember one, like, I didn't want to, like, cook meat. Yeah. And I cooked, like, spaghetti or something. And my dad like looked at it. He's like, "Where's the beef?" I was like, uh, "Where's I, the beef?" I was like, "Dad, I'm 12. I don't know how to cook beef." <laughs> and then he was like, "Well, thanks for trying." And scrapes it in the ah! garbage. I was like, mm, "I guess we do have to not change what we like for one person." <laughs> the beef. Don't forget the beef, bro. It's an important yeah. staple. That was how I learned I'm the dumb child. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to cook beef now no <laughs> uh, um, my husband's sister even called me up angry about the fact we would not be attending a party at her parents house yelling that I was overreacting and that mushrooms are not a poison this has caused a huge wedge between my husband's family and us we no longer spend holidays with them and rarely speak they don't get to see their grandkids even though they live close by to us his sister stopped talking to us he has a brother who still reaches out and is kind to us but he acts as though his parents are just set in their ways and we should forgive them and move on. Short of taking them a doctor's note, telling them my allergy is real, I'm not sure what to do. My husband helped, bleh, My husband supports me 100% and he is very angry and hurt by their actions. But at times, I feel terrible that I'm causing the rift and I just want to have a family. Help! Sign, disrespected daughter-in-law. Um, get a new family. Like, the, these are write-offs. They sound... Because it's your husband's family, too. I'm curious that, like, the fact... <sighs> Their hate exceeds their grandkids' love. Yeah. All grandparents fucking love grandkids. Their love for mushrooms exceeds their love for grandchildren. I have a, a good very idea. very normal thing. Start poisoning the food. Not poisoning, but like put it in like a little epicac and stuff for every mm -hmm. single like mushroom dish they have. Mm -hmm. So everyone that eats the fucking dish there gets sick. Oh my. And then brilliant. eventually they'll be like, we can't eat mushrooms anymore. Oh yeah? Why is that? Allergies are contagious. What's that phrase called? Astroturfing? Gaslighting? No. Gaslighting. Oh, Fucking okay. gaslight the fuck out of them, dude. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> I just want to copy your advice now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're not going to say the same thing, but we'll see. Uh, right. We don't all get the families we want. Most families can be disappointing now and then. Most in-laws can be aggravating. Rest assured that you've done the whole world a service by describing to us one of the worst families hands down anywhere ever. If they were abusive or violent, it would be simpler. They're just, <laughs> they're the worst because they still get to think that this food allergy is just your little hang up. They're having this condition which clearly makes you anxious. Oh, they're the worst because they, they think it's completely normal to rage at you for having this condition which clearly makes you anxious and for good reason. They're the worst because they get to walk around acting like they're regular good hearted people most of the time. They are the worst, the absolute worst. Send a doctor's note and tell your husband to write down his feelings in a letter to them if it will bring you both closure. But after that, put them behind you and don't look back. Polly. Spill the beans, Polly. Man. Good selection today, man. We, we covered a whole fucking... 
Range of things. This has been my dream for the past four years. <laughs> now, whenever I miss you, I can just load up this fucking episode and listen to it, baby. That's, a, oh. That's one of the best parts about this podcast, man. I'm like, fuck, I really miss that certain friend, you know? I load it up. I get there to listen to them for an hour and a half, man. It's the best. I feel like I've started, like, emulating your word choice. Because ah. I don't, like, listen or, like, watch TV, really. So, like, this is the only, like, English audio i hear during the week besides my own voice get your uh south korean friends hooked on this man maybe we'll get big over there They'll, it speaks too fast <laughs> also, i can slow it down oh yeah true um where can people find us they can find us at bad Vice podcast on itunes google play spotify podbean uh you can check us out on instagram at bad Vice podcast you used to be able to find us at bad Vice but i think robin forgot to pay because the website doesn't go anywhere anymore. Robin, you have <laughs> one job. Your third one betrayal. Job. I pay the hosting. She pays the website. So we'll get that back up ASAP. Where can they find you? Um, they can find me at I have I underscore have underscore no underscore tats on Twitter. Nice. How many followers do you have? Like 500. Okay. That's like a respectable amount. How many people do you follow? Like 400. I follow like five. Really? Yeah. Not me. Like Joe Rogan. Trump, love Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, Trump also great on Twitter. Like two other podcasters. I loved his, did you see his response to? Um, God, I wish I had a clip. Now what? Um, the like um, crazy Bernie. I think that's a great nickname. The f- the way that man invents nicknames for people that stick. Amazing. Low energy Hillary. <laughs> What's Biden? Isn't that her real name? <laughs> Wait, so what do he say? Um. Oh, fuck, I forget, but it was something like look, Crazy Bernie is at it again. Like Very the good. DNC screwed him before, and they will again. I mean, he is like ninety, isn't he? Essentially. <laughs> All right, catch us next Tuesday, everybody. Mm-hmm. Miss you. The most exciting moment of my life. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait to listen to this every day.